0: Yeah. Yeah, if you could do the whole theme, and then I'll lay that under (laughs) the. Carpenter And we're those nobodies I'm your intrepid host, Caleb
1: And I'm some guy named Doug
0: Yes, some guy It's a different guy named Doug every week I don't know if they've picked up on that
1: And he's intrepid, like a Dodge
0: Yes I uh, <laughs> <laughs> gotcha <laughs> well, I was trying to think of the like a What song do they use in Dodge commercials? It's not like a rock No, that's, that was that's Chevy, Chevy. Um, Does Dodge have a song? Is that
1: Toby Keith or is that Ford?
0: Mm, I think that's Ford. Herbert pickup truck,
1: Dodge.
2: <laughs> there you go. Uh, all I'm right, you one. can
0: bill us. Uh, we'll set up a. We'll set up like a PayPal. Uh, what? That's I don't know. Two million dollars.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Okay, boy, that'll fund Carpenter Rants for a while.
1: Yeah, a good two or three weeks. Yeah,
0: we got a real high production uh, over here. It's all clearance
1: halloween candy we're gonna blow it on
0: yes um uh today we are talking about um one of my favorites this is this is pretty high up there and even revisiting it i was i was like you know what this is this hasn't moved down on my list much not yet uh but escape from new york yes um
1: 1981
0: yeah for a lot of reasons uh for a lot of reasons,
1: it was from 1981. Yeah,
0: that was the year it came out. Um, That's pretty much it. Uh, a Kurt Russell is wearing an eye patch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you haven't shut this off to go watch it immediately already, then we're probably just never going to
1: be friends. He's shirtless with an eye patch, uh, ladies. Oh yeah, or men.
0: Ah uh, yeah. Let's um. Okay, let's talk about the tattoo. It's in a weird location. Yep. It, why, why not on the chest? Maybe I don't know. Like coiled, but it is just smack dab in the middle of
1: his abdomen. It's like just coming out of his pants.
0: Yes. Do you think the tail like wraps all the way down to his dong? Uh,
1: yes. Yes. Why not? Why not? It's like he has his balls in a vise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh,
0: there is artwork uh, I've seen different, like fanfic. Well, yeah, <laughs> including the one I wrote, which I'm going to post on our website. Um, no, uh, it's called Snake Balls.
1: <laughs> Snake um, peel skin. I don't even know what that means.
2: <laughs> I don't either.
0: Um, no, there's so many different versions of this movie. Like you know, as far as like covers and posters and whatnot, there are images of him. Where it's like he's he's kneeling down and his elbows on his knee. Yes, and the tattoo is up on his bicep.
1: I've never noticed that. Have you never seen no. that?
0: There are there's images. The same
1: he's, uh, cobra is the cobra. It's a right? different cobra, but yeah, it's a cobra.
0: Yeah, but there are images where the tattoo is on his bicep, and I think that's. Uh, I always keep touching my bicep when I'm talking to you in yes. case you don't know. Yeah, what I don't the, know what that. Yeah, you just like I didn't take anatomy. What's the bicep, what's a bicep? Uh, tattooed? Shirtless Kurt Russell, Eye Patch, the score, mm-hmm. uh, listening to while I'm watching the movie, and then uh, I've been listening to it this week as I drive back and forth to work and such. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Like, every piece of the music is so good. Um, and we'll talk about them kind of as we get to them. But of course, um, okay, so the movie opens up just like Assault on Precinct 13. Just. Black title card, three minutes of opening credits, and what I was saying was that uh, if that theme song wasn't great, like that, that could get tedious because there's you're not seeing anything. Uh, I think we talked about it, but probably my favorite theme. This might be my favorite soundtrack. Honestly, it's really, really good. And there is a um, on the Scream Factory Blu-ray, which you, uh, by the way, there's probably thirty versions of this movie you can buy. Yeah various formats but uh as with the majority of these there is a screen factory there is a screen factory version you can uh pick it up and they packed it with tons of features uh including this really great interview with uh alan howarth uh the co-composer
1: um what else did he do halloween two and three and three
0: and he did every john carpenter movie up till they live Mm-hmm. Um, and this was the first thing they collaborated on. Um apparently he got hired on he said he worked on Star Trek the Motion Picture. So, so what just, is
1: that so Howorth just did two by himself? He just
0: Basically. I think I think John Carpenter still gets a credit on it though. I thought he John so Carpenter much,
1: helped him do that entire score. Mm-mm. But I guess not, he's just that's like, not the he's story he told. Okay. So what he, he just, said, his was name the, is just in there for writing the main thing. Yeah, gotcha. and he may have okay. gone
0: over it because basically how this one worked is they shot the movie and then they would go to like the composing room and they would just go scene by scene and John would take John he said John always took the first pass and then he would go back in and layer it with various other things and you can kind of if you watch Halloween 2 and Halloween 3 you listen to those scores you can pick up on the signature like uh, Howarth um, like just lots of Yes. Like that's his
1: fingers are just super. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, industrial sounding. Very,
0: yeah, very much so. And
1: um, so,
0: and basically, he said that uh, John got done with this and he had to go straight onto the thing. And he said, "There's Halloween too. I don't have time for it. It's yours." So, mm. and then that's kind of how he got started. And. Uh, his stuff's good, man. I we talked about it last week, I think. But I love Halloween three scores so much. Yeah, that's uh, really good. I, you can just I just listen to it um, sometimes when I'm driving or like when I'm writing stuff, and it's that's a that's a dope score, man.
1: I like that a lot. This one also.
0: So, uh, did you get a chance to watch the alternate opening?
1: Yes, I found it on YouTube. Yeah, I figured <laughs> it would be. My, uh, my copy didn't have that in the features.
0: I mean, the copy on the thing is uh, it, it was pretty shitty looking um, But it did come with like a commentary With uh, John and Kurt
1: For the scene? Yeah Oh, sweet
0: And Kurt Russell doesn't remember any of it <laughs> he's, like, I've, he's like, I've never seen this Because uh, it was cut out of the movie So he never saw it And he just forgot it And he was like I don't.
1: Basically, it shows you how he got arrested And was brought in
0: Yeah, and it is cut rightfully So it does not work um, no. It, okay, so it's the exact same black screen opening credits. Also, the way the movie opens now is when those credits end, like, boom, you're, like, well, they show you, like, they explain to you that Manhattan is a prison. It, it, in the 80s,
1: it was turned into a prison. Yeah,
0: and... Um, and then they just show you the prison Which I think works When you go through that whole long thing Into this kind of weird heist scene yeah. um, It just doesn't flow as well it, Not at all But let's let's break it down well, because, real, real quick If you yeah. haven't seen
1: this movie before Back in, in this alternate the, the island of Manhattan has been turned into a Maximum security maximum, prison Yeah, For the whole country That's where yeah. all the criminals around the country go
0: there's no guards Only the laws A 50 that foot made. wall Yeah
1: And uh There are There's police station All around it Yeah But there's uh, no police inside Yeah Government police Yeah They the, basically They're It's kind of like a fascist They like, have their own little yeah. City to themselves Yeah But they're not a problem To anyone else But themselves Yes
0: Um And so In the In this alternate opening There's a The What's the tagline for it It's like breaking out is crazy breaking in is crazier Mm -hmm. uh yeah so in the alternate opening we're in this weird bank and there's like this weird little robot that's like the bank is closing yeah and then uh you see like a maintenance worker or something and he's doing something and then there's this long tracking shot yeah people walking
1: by doing stuff You follow him all the way
0: to this elevator, which he opens with a
1: spatula of sorts. It's like a laser spatula. He puts it in the little thing, and it's like a key card.
0: It's really... I don't know. It's one of the weirdest things. Um, He starts to undress in the elevator, taking off his disguise, and it's Snake Plissken.
1: The maintenance man
0: was Snake Plissken the whole time. And if you haven't seen this movie, you're just like... Who's this
1: guy? Yeah, why...
0: Yeah. Then he gets on a uh, subway with. There's like a whole other character. He robs the bank. He
1: yeah. runs out. And he gets on. And he um, taps this guy on the shoulder who's working on a subway electric system. And he's all like, Did you yeah. get it or whatever? And um, I don't even know what all he exactly. What they he said. never
0: explain what that guy's doing. Uh, he
1: is a partner of Snakes yeah. or
0: something? Well, yeah, they're definitely together on the heist, but I don't understand what he was doing with those wires. Because I don't Because they just because get on the subway.
1: To make the subway go faster? Or something, So they can get away from the police? By the way,
0: they this is all cut out, but um, the idea is this is a subway that goes under the entire country. So the bank they rob is in Colorado, and then they end up in San Francisco when they get off the train. Oh. Yeah, and if you look... I watched it a few times. If you look the map on the subway is just the United States and you can see that this is some super fast train. I watched it
1: super shitty quality. Yeah, same. On uh, the one YouTube, on the YouTube and I couldn't see anything in the Yeah, background. the one on
0: the Blu-ray is awful looking. So I guess there's probably not like a good looking piece. But you know what's weird is in there's an interview with that guy who plays that character. Um, did he have the really
1: fucking shitty southern accent when he talked oh man because like when they get in there um snake's all like so where is this car going or something he was like well i don't know we're gonna meet (laughs) the, toby keith that's that's his actual accent
0: (laughs) and um but they show a clip of this scene in perfect high definition but then when you go to watch the scene on the disc it's like some leftover laser disc cut. I don't know. It's bad. Um... And not even that good. It looks like VHS cut. It looks pretty bad.
1: Well, uh, well what you saw on uh, that... Yeah. Uh, d- take it down <laughs> by, like, 50, and I somebody watched recorded on YouTube. It. Somebody,
0: somebody recorded it off a of TV with a handheld camcorder. Pretty much. Yeah. It looked awful.
1: Yeah. Uh, there were two of them. Uh, the first one I clicked on was even poorer quality. <laughs> and I guess for legal reasons, they changed the, like, with a voice modulator so Ooh, they wouldn't yeah, get yeah. sued. So, like when it cut to the when the robot was talking it was it instead of the robot voice it was like <laughs> it sounded like Bobcat that's great um and if they meant to do that then it's funny
0: they steal a bag full of credit cards because i guess in the future there's no cash everything's on a card yeah this just distant,
2: like now yeah the distant there's a future lot of, of 1997 if you
1: go, if you watch this movie a lot of the Politics and shit that are, are and societal things that are going on, you're like, oh,
0: it's pretty timely. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's
2: very timely.
0: Yeah. Um. So, but it, Carpenter always seemed to have something to say about, like, the uh, police state. He's always talking about the uh, yeah, yeah.
1: state. It's a, the state of society.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's definitely. Uh, I saw, um, just to, like, jump, not even off topic, but just uh, because you said that, I saw a tweet that said, um, it's like they live but instead of sunglasses um, we just find out that everyone is like a sexual predator and then it's like is this a pitch and I said no this is 2017 <laughs> and I was just I got really excited because this person referenced they live but I was like yes he's I mean you know he kind of understood he seemed well he was from like the middle of the country was he from like Kansas or something and he just seems to have like a pretty decent understanding of uh, society. And He's seen some shit. Man. Yeah, he has. He's a smart guy. What happens? Okay, so they get to San Francisco and Snake is like, something's not right. There's nobody in the subway station. and
1: uh, Oh, there's more to it? After they get on the, the subway station and they yeah. say that that's the scene cut off for oh, me. Oh no, it goes on. Oh, okay. Well, they I get to, to San something. Francisco. Oh yeah, I didn't go that. far Oh okay,
0: well cool. So this is this is why
1: See, the one I saw even made even less sense. <laughs> I was like, that was a bad opening. I'm glad they cut that.
0: Well, it's still not great. They get to San Francisco and they're walking through the they're walking through the uh, subway station and snakes like something's wrong. And the dude's like, rrr, 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 what do you mean? <laughs> he's like, there's nobody here. And then suddenly it's flooded with the cops. They come running. Yeah, out. I didn't see any of oh, Okay. So they shoot his sidekick. And he, oh, they kill him? Yeah, well, they okay, just well, hit him. That why he's not there. Yeah, they just hit him with one bullet. And then he, uh, Snake runs with his bag. And there's a train. And it's just about to leave. And he can get on it. But instead, he goes back to check on this guy and then when he goes back they murder a him. Mistake. Yeah. Instead when he goes back they just blow him away and then they end up capturing Snake and that's the end of the scene. <laughs> yeah. But there's this weird moment okay for the rest of the movie though Snake is a robot. Like there's a woman getting raped at one point and he's just like eh. like not my problem. And he just moves on. So
1: that's how it goes down in here. Yeah, Through so the idea was I'm so just this, visiting. This
0: moment that he's like, I can get away with my money, but I gotta go back and save my buddy, like it doesn't play with the rest of the character they developed throughout the movie. So
1: I I, I don't know. I mean it, it kind of kinda of works. I mean, once um you're injected with a something that can kill you, you you kinda of yeah. not to give a fuck.
0: Yeah, it's just I I think it's much stronger that he's just like this mysterious badass that just shows up and doesn't give a fuck about anybody. And, and that's um, why they cut that
1: shit from the movie.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, in the commentary that's on that scene, I think John Carpenter's like, we showed this, and people just were like, we have no idea what's going on. <laughs> um, and that's also why they added the bit about the prison with the wall like they just had to spell it out because audiences just weren't like it's they don't establish that in dialogue until way late in the movie yeah so I think people were just like what's wrong with New York um even though the title of the film is escape from New York so obviously something's wrong with it but you gotta spoon
1: feed some people Doug well you know I I could see how they could get mixed up you know with all those gigantic fucking signs that say (laughs) New York prison Prison around everywhere yeah.
0: yeah um so the actual movie opens up with uh tom atkins Tom uh, Atkins gets no lady action, but he's working he's got stuff to do mm-hmm. in this movie he's uh he doesn't have time for the the ladies he uh we did this awesome this is the only shot that's in New York by the way. They shoot the Statue of Liberty, yeah, and they come down, and then as they're panning across a building, there's like a hidden cut in the blackness there, and so when it comes back across, they're in California. But, Hollywood magic Yeah but I would never I mean you would mm-hmm. never see it It looks It looks so good Except that you would be like This thing is not next to the Statue of Liberty <laughs> But it's obviously in the future uh, I think they traveled to 1997 to film this mm. That's where most of the budget went Oh okay mm-hmm. Um So yes, again
1: this takes place in It says it, it says it on the screen in 1997, 1997. <laughs> Um Dystopian 1997 Yes of course
0: Uh and then a bus rolls up, and uh, intro. You know, the hero uh, mm-hmm. Snake Bliskin and right away you're like in shackles. Right, yes, he's been arrested. <clears throat> See, I like the idea that you don't know why. Yeah, yeah. And the bank robbery is kind of weak. Like I feel I thought he I thought he was involved in like some like government like assassination plot. It's yeah. just you know he's just petty theft. Um, well, plus once
1: he's in there All these criminals know him They're like yeah. I thought you were dead And like you know he has this this uh, Legendary status Yeah
0: worst criminal ever right Yeah, He's total like the biggest
1: badass on the planet Everyone knows him <laughs> total He got did. busted for robbing a bank with Toby Keith <laughs>
0: <laughs> How do you like me now <laughs> Now that I stole your cash <laughs> Dead Yeah Um <laughs> I, sorry, I just got wistful about that happening to the actual Toby Keith. Um, like, oh, what could have been? Um, but yeah, it is odd to me that, like, I'm like, maybe he needs to change his look or something. Because if absolute strangers are just like, hey, you're Snake Bliskin, Like, how do they know that? Like, there are photos of him anywhere. They don't have the internet. Where gets around, I man. guess. There's a badass with a mullet and an patch, And he wears the weirdest pants. Um, oh,
1: yeah, he's got those... Uh, <laughs> Those Snake tight skin ass. camo pants, <laughs>
0: yeah. oh, like light gray. Came up with those cargo pockets that are like way up in the front of the pants. They're really bizarre.
1: Hey, things were weird in nineteen ninety seven. They
0: get weirder uh, in fifteen years from then. So, but we'll talk about that yeah. very soon. So, uh, you know, lots of expository, um, blah 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 blah. You know,
1: um, uh, Lee Van Cleef. Lee Van Cleef. Oh man, what's the name? Holt. Hot. Hot. It's like H A U T. Hot.
0: Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah. He's great. And he, he brings. Great. He, brings he, looks a, that,
1: he looks like that mean papaw you don't fuck with. <laughs> he
0: does. Well, you know, you remember him from like all these old like Clint Eastwood movies and stuff. Yeah. But um there is a. You know what I noticed for the first time? Uh, he's wearing an earring. You
1: just now noticed that? I've never seen it before. It.
0: Yeah. I think that makes him even cooler. But. Uh, no, he's great and there's that great scene uh with him. See, it's just the like the tone is so different from the bank robbery to these first scenes of dialogue with Snake. Yeah. Um oh, before we get there, I love that um the prison uh there's that uh you have the option to be terminated and like cremated on site if you don't want to be sent into the prison and i think that that they announced that and they're like if you choose that just let the person know and i just think it's pretty cool yeah. uh that people are so but by the way why would you be it is not that terrible in there um
1: uh, so, i mean we didn't really see it yeah everything that goes on i mean if you have fucking fate worse than death in there yeah, there's. I mean, there's uh, some shitty, shady stuff going on in there.
0: Yeah, you got the underground people, the, which are weird and creepy. I think I think they said they they were supposed to be like a cannibalistic thing, but they just never they, really they touched live, on it.
1: They uh, took over the subways and yeah. they live underground. I think they're called the crazies, and they come up from time to time.
0: Yes. So, um, Snake and Bob Hawk. Hawk H-U-K. H u k h a u k. Sorry, <laughs> like, Bob Hook. <laughs> Oh, the plane crashes before all this happens right
1: yeah yes yeah, so, okay uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> this is the plot point
0: yeah well the the beginning gets a little mixed up tom especially-
1: adkins like, it opens up you you they established that in the 80s the the prison was created and now it's 1997 and uh here we go so tom adkins is uh i guess like head of security yeah he seems this. to
0: be like uh i think hawks above uh, him. hawks
1: the warden right
0: uh, I think Hawkins. He's the, the commissioner. commissioner Yeah so I think uh, Adkins has some He's some underling role. But a higher up Yeah And
1: he's watching over shit And then they get uh, They get word that A uh, A Plane has a been A plane hijacked. has been uh, Hijacked And has been spotted in you know No fly space Because the prison Is no fly space Yeah And uh, cut to the plane It's Air Force One Surprise yes. And uh, this mm. Terrorist group Has taken over it Yeah and this uh, woman who is super bad at acting is Ooh, all. Yeah. That's she's all like, we are tired of America, and yeah. uh, this your is what imperialistic. Blah, and blah, your blah. ideals are not good. And yeah, so we'll they crash you. the plane into the prison, and the plane, of course, has the president on it, who's yes. played by Donald Pleasant
0: Yes, let's uh, the very British president of the United States. He tries to
1: hide it, but not well.
0: Well, uh, John Carpenter said that uh, Donald had worked up an entire backstory for his character, as he does, because Donald Pleasance is delightful. Yes. Uh, In his mind, Margaret Thatcher and the English Empire had taken over the whole world again, and they had installed, like, the U.S. is kind of a colony again, and they installed a uh, British president. So... That mm. was that was Donald Pleasant. He said and John's like we never touched on it, but uh, <laughs> He's that's, just like, oh, okay, That's what they uh that's what they brought for him. He
1: does stuff like that, like uh, along with making up backstories for his characters in um in Dracula uh-huh. um the seventies Dracula where Frank Langella was Dracula. He played um was he Van Helsing? I think he was. Yeah. Um he devised this thing where he would ad lib. As he went, and while he did it, he would eat food, knowing that they can't cut from oh, him. Nice. So that's, uh, he would do shit like that. He's he's <laughs> top notch, man. Huh? Yeah.
0: I like, and he's he's having a good time in mm-hmm. this movie. Let's talk about the. Uh, I watched all the. There's a ton of special features about the making of the the city skyline and stuff, mm-hmm. and um, and we mentioned this like in one of the first episodes. But James Cameron was one of the uh, special effects guys on this movie. Oh yeah. Yep and uh there was two brothers the S- the Sockler brothers or something like that um they're interviewed for the blu-ray but uh they talk about Jim Cameron quite a bit and he um that there's that set piece at the end of the movie where they're dropping off like uh where the helicopters come in and pick up the briefcase and it's like daytime yes. you can see the backdrop of the city like Jim Cameron painted all that on a piece of glass and there's like there's photos of him just painting these tiny little details wow and the airplane, uh, when you see Air Force One flying through those clouds, Jim Cameron and they had pictures of it, it's amazing. He with like cotton and different things and on these weird screens, he built these little screen things that would hold up all these clouds and they bought this plane and so they flew it through there and he designed all that and like built all that. Like that was his oh, wow. that was his baby. Um and then the nighttime like when you first the establishing shot of New York all that was that was just a model and um, um, when they talk about the way they built it it's insane you gotta watch this Blu-ray but uh, it's all built with like cardboard and then like painted and there's no internet so like they said one of their only references was like a pamphlet that they had of (laughs) the city skyline and he said he took a pin, and he just counted how many windows these buildings had, so they could try and match it up as best they could. It's a pretty bad scale of the city, but it's close. It looks good. It looks good. It looks amazing. And then uh, when they're when the plane is about to crash into the city, there's like this zoom toward the the skyline, and it looks like there's waves on the ground, but it was just the way like the finish on that floor had dried had like ripples in it, mm. so it looked like water. And when they explained that, I went back and watched that scene again, and you can tell that that's just the floor, the way it's shaped. But it looks really, it looks good, man. I like, I'm a big fan of uh, miniatures and movies. I think that uh, that's kind of a lost art.
1: Oh, it definitely is. And, and the Japanese mastered that with all the kaiju movies. Yeah, it's
0: beautiful. I think... Um, if you go
1: back and watch, especially uh, well, all the Godzilla movies. Yeah. But um, I think they shine in King Kong versus Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And, um, in 2001's, um, GMK. I haven't seen that. Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidra. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the miniature work is insane. Dude, in it's... It is,
0: um, it is definitely an art Rodan's film. really good, too. And now, you know, everything just kind of gets thrown into a computer. It's all CG shit now. Yeah. And depending... Some, some studios do that really well. I think, um... I mean, Marvel builds almost everything in CG, but it looks great. Like you know, you watch a Guardians of the Galaxy, and it's really, really well. well I done. mean, you
1: have to for shit like that. So it's yeah. super. You know, um,
0: but I'm excited. remember um, word I was looking for. Um, I'm excited for uh, the Last Jedi because uh, Ryan Johnson said that he's using uh, even more practical effects than Good. JJ did, and uh, and JJ used a bunch.
1: One day they'll uh, they'll come to terms with practical think, is better.
0: I think there's like, I think there's a marriage of the two. Like, yeah, CG is, is a, supposed to enhance, not completely build. Yeah,
1: well, they, why don't they just talk to Guillermo del Toro? Oh, gosh. He's got a new movie he, coming
0: out at Christmas, and I'm pumped.
1: Uh, he blends the two perfectly.
0: Yeah. Um, dude, you know who d- you know who does surprisingly? Welcome to Tangent, the yeah. podcast. Hey, you know it's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> you know it's going to happen. Yeah. I watched a whole video about how David Fincher uses more CG than like most people, and yeah, and it's nuts. And it's for the stuff that it's for is bizarre. Like there's just a building, but um, he doesn't really like the way it looks, so he'll just add all this shit around it. And and uh, he has
1: like breath, like when it's, it's cold breath. outside, which is like a natural occurrence, and he can just go outside and do.
0: And he only uses CG blood. Like, he hates using real blood, because with, when you do CG blood, you can take as many takes as you want, and he's famous he's for famous doing, for taking like, 20, takes. 30 takes of stuff, and so they don't have to clean up, they don't have to do anything... And when they said that, it blew my mind. Because I've seen uh, Zodiac and Gone Girl and uh, Girl with the Dragons. But I, it bunch works because it looks,
1: Zodiac has the the most realistic and terrifying stabbing sequence on the, in, in on any the, film ever. By the lake. Yeah, yeah. it's awful.
0: <laughs> CG is there to like enhance your story. And then you look at Jurassic Park. They had to use yeah. CG... To build these moving dinosaurs, but anytime they're they're like close up, like they robotic Triceratops, like robotic T-Rex, like marry the two, and then did the effect.
1: Was it Stan Winston that did mm -hmm. those? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, That's why I think, you know, it's obviously important. And it obviously saves time and I guess money. But I hear C like C super expensive. So yeah, but I, I guess it's impractical. Well, we're not like, in the business. So we're not. We uh, to as say? we've hey, two nobodies. Yeah. Anyway, so Now that's back the, to Escape <laughs> from New York. Yeah. Well it's just we got on the visual the visual effects uh tangent there. But yeah, so Jim Cameron, um you know who does not work on special effects for Escape from LA is uh Jim Cameron. So and it's uh boy, it is noticeable. Um
1: I think that was meant to be a cartoon.
0: Yeah, well, I think he's poking fun at action movies. And we stuff. can we can wait, but uh there is I also heard that like right before they started filming that studio cut his budget in half. Like Oh, so
1: he said Yeah, that's exactly as 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 they it. Were He filming. said fuck it and
0: um so they just <laughs> I think a lot of stuff had to go and um but we'll we'll get there. Escape from LA is a uh that's a fun movie. I don't necessarily like it that much, but it's definitely fun. Um,
1: True. I enjoy it.
0: Uh, so, yeah, we meet the president. The plane is going down. They have the escape pod
1: the big red, clown yeah, it's nose just an egg. escape pod. <laughs> yes. And so, with the presidential seal on it.
0: Yeah. So, boom, they drop. And there's a great... That's another great uh, cheat. And it's all for budget reasons, but it works. Like, right as the plane's about to hit the buildings, they cut to, like, the computer image of the plane crashing, and then the egg falls. So yeah, then we'll have to show so you don't know
1: explosions and anything. Yeah. Else, so.
0: um, also, whenever he's that, and then when he's flying over the city and, like, the glider the in glider. a little bit, uh, how they did all those computer graphics, they just built the buildings out of cardboard and painted them black and put green tape on them. So they're sweet. they're filming that. That's not like a computer rendering of it. Like they're filming it. That's so it awesome. looks like it's cool. See? That's cool stuff. Like now I mean, I guess now that you could just easily do in a computer, but back then, you have to how do you create future things like that? You have to um well, it, could have been, of, it could be done. Yeah. So they probably didn't have time. So. There's a lot of animated helicopters in this movie too. They're just animated and they like put them but you know, they're in the dark so you can't you tell can't there's see, there's a little more like magic to it back then. Well
1: again, that's why a lot of the uh uh Godzilla movies took place at night. Yes. So they can cover up the uh, flaws in their effects. Yeah.
0: Um so uh the plane crashes and now we're in the in- this kind of meeting between uh Hawk and uh Snake and there's he just keeps calling him Plisk and he's like, Call me
2: Snake. Yeah.
0: And he's got that sweet like uh Clint Eastwood whisper, which I guess this character was like modeled after Clint Eastwood uh, uh, in a big
1: bad way. Didn't uh, didn't Russell say he's just doing a Clint Eastwood impression? Yeah,
0: he's doing his he's doing his best Clint Eastwood most of the time. Uh, Deborah Hill said that the studio wanted Tommy Lee Jones for this role. Really? Yeah, and they had to offer it to him so that he could turn it down, so that they could get Kurt Russell, and they were all just kind of hoping that he. I guess it was beneath him uh luckily can you imagine that like I how can't d- old
1: was he in in 81 or 80 when they shot it already
0: uh i mean he's older than kurt russell he's much older yeah maybe mm, i don't know maybe how old was
1: t- kurt russell you think 30s
0: mm, yeah he had to be like so mid- I'm, I'm, gonna,
1: I'm just gonna ballpark it here i could look it up but i'm not going yeah. to uh i'm sure tommy lee jones was in his 40s he had to be maybe maybe almost 50
0: yeah can you imagine the Tommy Lee Jones accent in that movie
1: like just call me Snake like <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones can play anything he can and I just can't so see him in this role
0: in a world where that like in the alternate universe where that's the thing like that's probably pretty entertaining but uh I guess he read the script He oh, said the and
1: thing and I was like Tommy Lee Jones playing Wilford Brimley's role would have been pretty cool even <laughs> though Wilford Brimley was awesome in that oh
0: movie. god I want to come inside we're talking about that next week yeah Ooh, I love it. Spoiler, movie so much.
1: next week's the thing.
0: The thing. And uh there's all this great the dialogue between those two is really great. Um,
1: um he feels okay. he man. We we're, um, we're kind of skipping over it. No, that's
0: fine. Yeah, we're kind of jumping around. Uh, um
1: the you know Snake being caught and being the ultimate badass. He's all like, "I got a proposition for you. You save the president and uh we'll give you full pardon. Whatever you want. Take it or leave it." And he's all like I don't give a shit. He's like, I know you don't give a shit, but think about it. Think
0: about it hard. I love it. He's just like, What are we supposed to do? And he says, Get a new president. Yeah. I love that line. Uh, according to John Carpenter, Nick Castle added a lot of that. Um he'd written the script a long time ago and then he brought Nick Castle in to kinda touch it up and touch add up. some humor to it. Again, and here's and this with the score and with the script, and here's the thing about John Carpenter. I think he's great. Like Assault on Precinct Thirteen is great. But I think when Carpenter collaborates with someone that he like clicks with, mm-hmm. it sends him into like just a whole new realm. Uh I think he can fully imagine his potential uh when he's working with the right people. Mm-hmm. So and you got Kurt Russell and you got Nick Castle and Deborah Hill and Alan Howarth and Jesus Christ, everyone who worked on this movie, there's so many of them. Um so I think uh this is to me this is uh Carpenter like uh, you know, Functioning at full capacity. I don't know. This this whole thing fell apart. I'm going to cut that. <laughs> <laughs> to me, this is when he's at his best. I don't know why I couldn't just say that. I, everything has to be poetry with me.
1: um He's good at stuff. Yeah, when he does when he, stuff with other stuff.
0: This is when he's at the bestest. He uh, does
1: his best good work when he does <laughs> the best good work. <laughs> <laughs> that should
0: be on the poster. <laughs> they do like a 4K like re-release in theaters. I'm gonna send them that. Um,
1: the Carpenter ants say, "I would
0: love if this podcast had like a weird cult following, and then they they would talk to us on some like John Carpenter documentary. That'd be great because I see yeah, all these I'd... random ass people in these documentaries. I'm like, ooh, talk to us. We're nobody. Like we're on camera. And yes. Shit. And then, then like, I would have you say that exactly, just like I am now. I'm like half
1: asleep. I'm like, yeah, I saw that movie once.
0: So um, basically, it boils down to uh, they're gonna give Snake a full part, and if he goes in. Brings the president out But he's only got 24 hours And this is all Like that's a real plot device But basically There's some world summit happening The president has something China and Russia
1: are meeting They're discussing uh, uh, Nuclear war Nuclear war Yeah
0: And And the president has a... I'm just going to get this out of the way because it's, it's just a MacGuffin. It's nothing. Yeah. Uh, the president has a cassette tape that is some scientists talking about nuclear fission. And I guess it's a way for like renewable energy. And then they can... The world will be better and they can all avoid yeah, war. Yeah,
1: so everyone can avoid war. And, you it's know. basically
0: a world peace cassette tape. Yep. He basically got... Uh, live aid to record a song on this cassette tape and he's going to play it for basically yeah so they need that tape back and they need the president really the tape seems to be more important than president at this point yes um so uh but snake he did you know what he doesn't want to go to prison as much as he doesn't care like he'll take that part and um uh he's putting on that tough guy act but he does not he doesn't want to yeah. hang out in new york for the rest of his life yeah. so they they set him up. With, there's the there's a great scene of like all the weapons he's going to take with him. It's very James Bond. It's yeah. like here's all your gadgets. They take him into
1: the armory. And
0: <laughs> there's like the ninja stars and stuff that he never uses.
1: I forgot about those. Yeah. <laughs> uh.
0: So. And then that's when they give you the uh the plot device of the uh the charges that they implant that is. They neck.
1: implant charges inside like um little capsules. Yes. that He has 24 hours or they'll kill him. Yeah, basically. They told him, they brought him into the doctor's office and they're like, we got to give you, uh... An injection. Injections for, you know, because New York's dirty. Yeah. He needs your immunizations. And then he's like, all right. And so they, you know, (laughs) shoot him full of, uh... Exploding pills?
0: Yeah, some futuristic gobbledygook. It's like they they slowly dissolve. We
1: just inject you exploding pills, so that's our insurance (laughs) policy. It's set
0: on the capsule exploding pills. Exploding pills, y'all.
1: I know you don't care, but you're gonna work for us.
0: And it's just, it's again like nuclear war isn't enough for him. He doesn't care. So I guess this is like you got to get the president out, or you will die. Um, And uh, I don't know. We can we can disarm them right before they go off. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. They give him this cute little glider, and he flies into the city, and he lands on top of the World Trade Center. Uh, what's really cool about New York is there is no power, so all the buildings are just blacked out, mm-hmm. and that's really cool about the streets that they film on in St. Louis. Uh, which St. Oh, Louis, was that in St. Louis? Yeah, St. No. Louis doubles for um, New York. New York in this movie. Mm. Yeah, they couldn't they couldn't afford to film in New York, and uh, I think they said that St. Louis had just been wrecked with, like, uh, fires. And so mm. big chunks of the downtown were just uh, desolate looking. And it looked perfect for the uh, for the prison. So lands on top of the Empire State Building. And then uh, he hotwires the elevator to work <clears throat> somehow. It gets hey, he learned it the,
1: from his partner. <laughs> it gets You
0: know what? You're right. <laughs> I like that he knew that was there and he knew that would work.
1: Well, they told him there was a service elevator that worked. Mm. I don't know why he had a... Hotwire it to work. I
0: don't either. And if there's no power like the what's going through those wires.
1: Well they kept the World Trade Center running because that's how they get um whenever Supplies. they need to go in gotcha. for whatever reason. You know what? They did say that. They said that. There's yeah. a
0: lot of exposition. You gotta There's a ton of exposition. Yes. Hawk is
1: all like let me lay down everything. Yes. I'm gonna explain the entire movie right now. Listen.
0: Yes. Uh so it gets it only gets him down to the fiftieth floor and then he's gotta hoof it the rest of yep. the way down. Oh, uh, Which, God, even going downstairs for 50 floors would murder you. Yeah. So he gets down to street level, and this looks, I mean, everything in this city looks really great in this movie. It's just dark, and everything's lit by, like, these fires. Fires, torches and stuff people carry
1: and garbage fires.
0: And there's that awesome shot of the plane that's, like, crashed. Like, they bought that plane, and they just chopped it up. And designed it and like, set it on fire. and It looks amazing. It it's doesn't. totally worth it. It's one of the best shots in the movie. Tons of steady cam shots. That's a John Carpenter staple at this point. Yep. Uh, you know, Snake's moving through the city. Uh, and then he goes to the theater where we meet uh, <laughs> uh, dog toenails click, click, click. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we meet Ernest Borgnine's cabbie. Mm-hmm. And he's delightful.
1: He's got man. He he brings that old school acting to. He's uh, so kind of not super over the top. Yeah,
0: but it's but super
1: expressions. It's,
0: yes, like <clears throat> everything. Snake Pliskin in my cab. Wait till I tell Eddie. It's just lots of, and boy, those eyebrows are going to town, dude. Yeah. Those are. Uh, he's great though, and and he kind of he's the first one that's like,
1: hey, you're Snake Pliskin. Uh, I like how he's such a good guy But how the fuck did he get in in prison
0: It seems to me Like he's always been there
1: He said he's been driving that cab In that prison for 30 years. years
0: Well, the prison hadn't been there for thirty years, so he's been driving that cab in New York for thirty oh, years. Oh, maybe
1: he just got it was unfortunate it was left in there.
0: Well, you know you know how those you know how though those people like during a hurricane and stuff, they're just like, Nah, I'm not leaving. I'm staying right here. So maybe they're like, Hey, get out, this is a prison now and he's like, No thanks, buddy. I well, that know also these streets
1: shows, uh is a testament to how badass he is if he survived all this horseshit for that long. I mean
0: he casually tosses a Molotov cocktail, like just yeah. in conversation. <laughs> he's like this stuff's like gold in here throws it th- th-
1: out of his little trap door and yeah th- 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 <laughs> and he's off got a the bunch of them people. he's just got yeah, his, his he's got a little a six pack of yeah, his apocalypse and his survival console. kit <laughs> and he's seen some shit and he knows what he's doing
0: yeah um the theater is really I mean not much happens there it's just showing you kind of how crazy this place is and uh uh, a snake just Setting the
1: tone of New York
0: Yeah Snake goes underground Like we said He sees there's like a A potential rape happening And I mean He is not phased by that They're at all They're
1: tossing this girl around
2: Like yeah. a fucking Like Ragdoll Yeah
0: Yeah And he's just like Whatever Just yeah. keep moving But I think uh, This just sets up a lot of character Like this dude He does not
1: yeah, he, he's. He does I mean, not he's care. got
0: one thing on his mind, and that's staying alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he finds the uh, tracking device for the president's just worn by some hobo. Yeah, uh, he's like, "I'm the president. <laughs> I'm the president." I like that guy. <laughs> I- and so now that kind of that kind of this movie is just a lot about just introducing new obstacles for. Mm -hmm. snake like it's not an in and out job like it just keeps so now he can't find them he has no tracking no way to figure out where he is Mm -hmm. um so this is oh yeah he's walking down the street and that's when the guy has a tire iron he's just like clack 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 got all the panels
1: he's calling all the crazy people to come up from the underground
0: and they do like zombies almost just kind of like just that was a good creepy moment yeah and then
1: uh he's running from them he runs into uh... uh into a little diner like a coffee shop old you know Torn down, yeah, and uh, he finds this random chick that's uh bunked up in there because if you can't stay, uh, because late at night is when the crazy people come up and run the streets, so yeah, you have to take cover.
0: Apparently, they're like cannibals, which they don't touch on in the movie, but they don't touch on at all, but yeah, it's just but you know, I guess that was the intention. Lore. And again, this girl's like, Hey, you're snake, snake piskin, all right, like yeah. she's she's way into him, also as Kurt Russell's wife at the time.
1: Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: yeah. So, and there's a great little moment where she asks him for a cigarette, and then she just keeps his whole pack. Yeah. Out, like, just very casually, like... And then the crazy people start busting through the floor. Which is a great...
1: It's, yes. That is a super well shot, and super creepy, too. Very. You definitely, like... <clears throat> if you've never seen a John Carpenter movie before, and this is your first one, you could obviously tell that he has directed horror movies. Because yes. this was very creepy, and, you know, just... They just start jumping out from the fucking floor. Yeah, they're just ripping and up They the grab hood. this chick and, and you and never see her, her again. She's never. gone.
0: Oh yeah. They
1: they ate her. For she sure. is yeah, she is she's drugged. And
0: there is a there is a moment where Snake's like he reaches for her and then he's like, oh, she's yeah, gone yeah. and off he goes. Yeah. And then um, now
1: he's being chased by the crazies again.
0: And this is where this is where Cabbie shows up and yeah. throws the, the Molotov cocktail. And he's listening to that American Bandstand. Just
2: yeah. um,
0: and boy, they 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 run that into the ground because they're like this is. And they even show you like, look at all these cassette tapes he has of, of... all that one song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you know those things wear out, yeah, so you got to have multiple copies of your favorite jam. Snake has no time for a cabbie either. He immediately draw, puts a gun on him, and he's like, "I'm looking for the president." And... He's like everyone knows the Duke's got him. The Duke, the Duke. Uh, so then he takes him to meet uh, Brain take and me Duke. Uh, Maggie. Maggie. Yep. So there's that, and there's a really great moment there too, where uh, they knock on the door, and then she answers, and uh, Kurt just kind of like swaggers up. and He's like, I want to see the Duke. So they take him up to meet Brain, who's Harry Dean Stanton, yeah. who is uh, who works for the
1: Duke. Yeah,
0: and he just died this year. Uh, Yeah, he did just a couple months ago, and he's a great, great, great great character. character. Oh my god, dude, he is one of our best. And uh, you know, RIP. He's got a great, just the way he delivers dialogue is so interesting to me. There's a moment in this movie later on where they're looking at the map, and he's just like. Uh, I can't figure out where he's going to take off from Man I hate that guy It like all runs together but yeah. it's really He just does interesting things with his dialogue I really like I, I just like watching him work so. so yeah so we meet Brain and Maggie And uh I You before is, find out
2: Brain
1: works for Yeah the there's Duke. a lot more exposition here And then you find out that him and Snake have a history Yes Snake calls him by his real name what was it, Harold? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, they know each other. They know each other. Yeah. They've been into some shit together.
0: Oh, man. You know who we skipped over completely was, uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but his character's name is Romero, that real weird dude, the one that's like... When they first go in to get the president back, oh, yeah, the that's the Duke's right hand man. Yeah,
1: the Duke's like,
0: uh, henchman. He looks and-
1: like, um, if anyone has seen Wes Craven's, uh, The People Under the Stairs, <laughs> yes. he looks like Roach. He from, does. He looks,
0: he's, man. Okay, so he was the gentleman in Assault on Precinct 13. It was just a silent killing robot. Uh, really? Yeah, he's the one that oh, shoots I a mean, little man. girl. Yeah, that's him. Oh, okay. Uh and man, he is just as interesting in this movie. Uh yeah, he if was, not more so. He looks he is, like
1: um someone that would be a gang member in the warriors. Definitely. I think that's what he was going for. There's definitely
0: a warriors vibe with him and he's so he, he does has all that these, weird
1: creepy laugh.
0: Yes, like ha.
1: <laughs> very off-putting and weird.
0: Yeah. Um and so this leads to what's the <laughs> They brain knows where the president is basically so mm-hmm. he and maggie take uh snake to they call room. him a
1: brain because he figured out how to make gas and electricity yes for certain parts of new york for the duke
0: they take him to this train oh this is where we see the duke putting brain on the train yeah before we before they meet uh duke's hole, like uh duke's hole. Uh, we're adult men Uh, Duke's whole like uh, what is it like his uh, caravan of cars comes by and that's when they play the Duke theme which is also which is great (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's so
2: good, dude. Uh,
0: I'll probably throw that in, too. I love that music.
1: Um, and he drives this big-ass Lincoln with, oh, with chandeliers, chandeliers on the on hood. It. Oh, dude. It is so awesome. And it's
0: Isaac Hayes, by the way. It's Isaac Hayes. Is is, the Duke of New York. Oh, man. He is he, phenomenal. In he's so great. And <clears throat> just the music. I mean, I'm telling you, that's where... I, man, this soundtrack nailed it, dude. Like,
2: <laughs> nailed dude, it.
0: I love just that... Oh gosh, you got it! I'm gonna throw it in because you got to hear it. If you're not gonna go listen to it, you got to hear the, the, the Duke theme. The it's two, so good. Um,
1: besides everything in Halloween, yeah, John Carpenter's masterworks are the theme from Escaped in New York and the Duke's theme.
0: The Duke's theme. There are a lot of pieces of music in this that are great, but those two are so good. Yes, uh, I love that. I love that Duke theme. Uh, Duke theme is also hilarious. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> love that Duke theme duke thing i play it every time i duke um yeah, <laughs> i just uh and then and there's way more stuff happening in it it's so layered I, i'm
2: gonna yeah, it's i got very it. layered.
0: uh i'll i'll remember to put that in uh I, I said i was gonna put some more fog stuff in last week and i was like i'm exhausted so i just didn't do it. <laughs> but i'm definitely putting some of this music in because it's just top notch um okay so they see the dukes like barricade coming and they they just kind of go down an alleyway and get away from him and then they go to the train yard where they're keeping uh, the president and uh, there's a whole like distraction thing where Brain's distracting uh, the guards Yeah,
1: was Romero in this scene?
0: Uh, no he shows up with the, he's riding around with the Duke that's right Uh, his entrance is great Uh, and while Brain's distracting everybody, Snake sneaks into the train car and like Takes out the guards, he's rescuing the president, and as they're about to get away, uh, the Duke shows up and he steps in between like the train cars, and then Romero, like holding on to each train car just kinda like jumps into the like he kinda lifts himself and drops himself. It is so wiry and weird and
1: and flamboyant yes yeah.
0: everything about him he kind of moves like a uh like a,
1: a, a fucking circus yeah yes absolutely acrobat. that's
0: exactly what i was trying to think <laughs> of was acrobat and there's this great moment where he looks at adrian Barbo's cleavage
1: which uh, it's, it's 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 out on, there
0: it's on display she's um, wearing like a
1: nightgown the whole time and they're flopping around yeah. you can't help but look
0: i think uh yeah, they are all over the place and are they are they together at this point her and John? I think so. I think so. so he was just like I can imagine he's like here's your wardrobe for the movie. Um so Romero looks at her cleavage, and his shirt's kind of ripped, and he like opens it more to expose more <laughs> of his chest. Before, and it's so subtle you'll miss it if you blink. But he looks at her, and then he opens his shirt more, and then he walks like out I, of I frame. I missed that. I didn't. It see, is that. Didn't great. Catch that. It is so he just notices and then mimics, and then off he goes. You gotta check it out. It's really. Uh, it's another really interesting like character thing that he's working on. Uh,
1: I, I assume that um, Romero is like a delegate from the crazies. He's. I mean he seems to be Because yeah. he doesn't
0: look like anyone else That's hanging out with uh, You know the Duke he's, Everyone else well, seems he's, like, he's
1: the Duke's right hand man but he could like Also yeah. to keep the crazies off We'll go and talk to them He's well, probably he's, from that world
0: Yeah no one else above ground has like razor sharp teeth yeah. Or that weird And his skin's so pale So you might be onto something there mm. um, I never thought about it that way before um let me see what else uh all right so now they've captured uh snake and they've recaptured um uh, the president and they have and maggie and, and brain man he's really good about hey i set all this up for you duke so you know i i helped you capture snake mm-hmm. brain is really good about keeping himself uh out of danger out of, and out of yeah. trouble yeah he's uh he's pretty sneaky. he's looking out for number one. Oh yeah um so they take uh they take every they take all the prisoners back to the Duke's headquarters and this is that great scene where they're just like they have the president tied to the wall and they're just shooting around him. Yes.
1: And uh he's like, Who am I? You,
2: you are
0: the Duke of New York, you're a number one Yeah, uh
1: there's no guns in New York, so they steal uh snakes. What? There's no guns, are there?
0: no they aren't. all use clubs and yeah you're and right shit. i didn't when That's you said they, they steal snakes i thought you were talking about the animal and i no, was no, like no, 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 yeah yes they snake, snake Liskins, they steal yes. snakes uh yes. weapons yes, yes they do
1: so you know i uh, Isaac Hayes is like <laughs> 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 i had to question myself i was like wait there's no gun i've seen York. this
0: movie probably 20 times and i was like there's no snakes in this movie else. No. <laughs> the, except the main fucking character's <laughs> name, Jesus Christ. So the, uh,
1: the duke has taken all his weapons. Yes, and, and he's that's where the gun comes from. Yes.
0: And he's torturing the the torturing president, the president with it. Sorry. And they take the president. Romero takes him off somewhere else. And when we see him again, he's like wearing a blonde. He's wearing wig. a blonde wig. Yeah. He's tied so there's to office chair. no idea what they've been doing yeah, to him. No idea. Uh, and he goes a little nuts by the end of that movie. So I'm assuming they tortured him pretty yeah. bad. Um. So uh, and this is where we see uh, and this is where we see Snake's fate. He is uh, thrown into a uh, gladiator pit of uh, of sorts and uh he has to fight for his life in a wrestling like, ring yeah against this gigantic uh this, this big dude monster of a human being and that's uh, and this is where you see the snake tattoo like yeah. really low on his stomach um and so it's basically, you know, it's just basically like old school gladiator fighting. Yeah, they like,
1: fight, and then they hand them clubs. Yes, and then and they go at it with that. And then and the they, next round is clubs next, with nails and and trash can
2: shields, shields, lid, yeah. trash can lid shields.
0: Uh, and while all this is happening, Brain and Maggie convince Romero that the Duke wants them to take the president, and uh, Romero's not buying it. So they eventually stab him and kill him. Yeah. And so. The idea is that they're gonna help uh Snake get the president if Snake helps them get out of the prison. Yes. And all and Snake's like sure, but honestly they he all can't they all can't fit in that glider, Either. so they were never they were never getting out of this prison. Mm-hmm. Um spoilers. Yeah. Uh so
1: Someone cut, runs and tells the Duke because he's yeah. watching the fight. When well, the
0: fight ends because uh Snake Like he has the nail, the club, and and just
1: hits this dude in the back of the head with it, with this sickening thud. It's It's like,
0: yeah, and he's dead. He's dead, and he wins the crowd over. They're like, snake, 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 and uh, that's when this guy comes in. He's like, the president's gone. Brain took him, (laughs) and uh, you know the Duke ain't having it. So. He rallies and everyone's gonna they all get in their crazy cars and leave
1: Snake there by himself. <laughs> yeah, they're like, well and he's, the dead guy in the ring. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um so now there's like this uh now they're hunting for Brain and Maggie and the president and they know where the glider is. It's a, so Snake heads back up there and he's been shot in the leg with an arrow at one point. Yes. And so now he's gotta go up fifty flights of stairs with his jacked up leg yeah. uh to the elevator. Anyway, it gets up there, and they like, there's this crazy like uh, Indian tribe that like lives in the World Trade Center, and they, uh, they shop. Assume they're
1: the- part of the crazies. Like, oh, a, a- no,
0: this is these are people that live in those buildings. Mm, never and, mind, I read yeah. that wrong. Yeah, Carpenter explains that there was like more to it, but they cut a bunch of it out. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, so they live in those buildings and they chop off the rope that's holding the glider up and it falls. It falls. So now the glider's gone. And um so there's like a nice little western like shootout there where snakes like firing at these people mm-hmm. as they go back to the elevator, go back downstairs to get in Brain's car. And it won't start. And when they open it, uh, there's this great scene too. Where yeah, they on won't the roof. start
1: until so they open up the 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 hood to check the engine. And this dude with a gun jumps out. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's like, in this time they've been <laughs> up there, they're like, they're gonna have to come back down. So let's remove the engine, and then I'll get in here and the hide. Get a crossbow with the
2: gun. Yeah, because all the guns are gone. Uh,
0: there's this great little moment on top of the building, where like all this shooting and stuff is going on, and Brain and Maggie are like shooting back, or they're like hiding from bullets, and then out of nowhere, like the president's head just pops yeah. up like it's really adorable um <laughs> everything everything about donald pleasance is amazing in this movie uh as it is in everything he does but he is he is really hamming it up for this yeah. and I, I like it a lot how do they get away and into another car Oh, the cabbie shows up cabbie shows up, cabbie shows up again and so now they're in the cab and they're gonna cross this uh <clears throat> bridge, but it's, like, covered in landmines or something?
1: Yeah, it's the bridge out of the prison, so That's they right. covered it in mines. But Brain, so Brain has, has a map. A map to yes. where, where all the mines are.
0: And, uh, as you can guess, uh, you know, they hit one of the mines, and the car blows in half. It blows in,
1: literally blows in half. <laughs> kills Cabby.
0: Perfectly, yeah, poor Cabby. Yeah. Uh, oh, and Cabby had the, I don't know how, Cabby had the, um...
1: The tape. The tape. Did well, expect- I remember, because they, um... Uh, him and romero got into it they didn't show that on camera but they you know the, romero shows up with Cabby's hat on and you think that That's he, right. he killed uh, he killed cabbie i forgot Cabby. that romero had so the Cabby, Cabby obviously stole it from him somehow somehow in the tussle
0: snake takes one of the american bandstand cassettes and the um the nuclear, nuclear tape guffin cassette uh so again right away They've, they've really been like setting this up for the end But um, Brain steps on a landmine He blows, he blows up. up Maggie uh, stays
1: with him because the Duke's coming in his car
0: Yeah, so Maggie's going to stay And shoot the Duke through his windshield But very unsuccessfully
1: and Very far away, She going to wait until he was closer
0: She gets mowed down and then, she, uh, I mean, she gets hit by a car And yes. then she gets
1: covered in blood
0: uh, Famously, that shot was added later They shot that in John Carpenter's garage Really? Yeah, because they show that like the dummy get hit, but then they don't. Like he felt like there was no like last shot of Maggie, so they just moved the cars out of their garage, and then he laid her down and like covered her in blood, and then like rolled the car up over, and they just shot that Mm. to just throw in there. Uh, So that's pretty cool. Mm. Uh, And then now the Duke is chasing them on foot. Also, uh, they get to the wall. There's the police. They have the ropes hanging down.
1: Mm -hmm. It's just President and Snake. Yep.
0: And uh, President gets up the wall first. And then there's this really weird moment where Snake is also getting up the wall. But the President stops the rope. Mm -hmm. And then... It looks like Snake's about to get shot by the Duke before the President loses his fucking mind, and then he shoots the Duke, and then that's where you get that great "You're the Duke, you're the Duke." <laughs> and he's just I, like it, just kind of
1: overkill, just fills him full of goes
2: bullets, goes
0: nuts, and then brings Snake up. But I don't know why I ever stop Snake from getting up in the first place. I don't know. Either. That's a weird. I don't know why that happened. Dramatic um, effect. Maybe, I guess so.
1: Maybe like, maybe he'll shoot. You know, while he's passing out or something. So,
0: uh, and here's a weird thing. Uh, the president loses his mind, and then ten seconds later, he is like, totally calm and collected, and he's just like, I've gotta get this, blah blah blah, and uh, you know, the snake kind of says something to him about how like a lot of people died for that or whatever, but he does not care. Um... The president does not care about all these other people's lives. Like, that doesn't matter to him. What matters to him was this, because, like, this is, like, the most important thing.
1: I yeah. think that was a stab at uh, politicians. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh,
0: you know, these people who die in your wars,
1: you know, they don't matter. Like, all that matters is your agenda gets pushed along or whatever. Because, I mean, he was crazy, and then all of a sudden, when he has his people back and knowing that there's going to be a camera in front of him... Oh, he yeah, goes, he's... Regains yeah. his composure. And- yep and he says all this fake crap you know
0: so uh gives him the tape he's leaving and then uh they put the president on the tv and he's like ladies and gentlemen i think you need to hear this or whatever some dramatic uh, he, he's all
1: like sorry i couldn't be at the conference uh everyone knows by now what happened to him. yeah and um he was like i have something for china and russia Hopefully this um, will make everything better, blah, blah, blah. He hits play on the thing, and then it's,
2: uh... And
1: then uh, Snake's walking
0: away, and,
1: uh, Pulls the real tape out of his pocket, and and starts them. pulling the tape out of his shit. Yeah, like, this will save the world. He uh, does not care. care. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. Oh, they defuse the, uh... Oh, yeah, the they do. With pills. two
0: seconds left. Yeah,
1: with two <clears> seconds
0: left. <clears throat> that doctor's name is Cronenberg. Yeah. Yeah Snake uh, Snake destroys a chance For world peace Because he's just That much of a badass And then he just Walks into the night With his freedom mm. uh, I think uh, yeah, Hawk, well, Hawk offers a good, team and it all like, like do, You should, should come work with us Come work with us I'll give you a job Calls him Snake And then he's like Call me Bliskin Or my name's Bliskin Or something like that
2: dun. Dun
1: dun. You playing the M.A.S.H. theme no <laughs> What's the mash thing? <laughs> 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 yeah nah, It sounded like that <laughs> Uh
0: boy they, There's I mean there's no soundtrack in this movie other than score But that's going to change when we get to Escape from LA Because Buddy there's a, there is a soundtrack to that movie I know why
1: Zombie's on it
0: uh, Tool is on it Are they? Yeah it is very 90's mm. Uh it's going to come
1: out 97?
0: Yeah, ninety seven. 90. It's. I think it's fifteen years after.
1: I thought it was ninety seven because the first one took place in ninety seven, but um,
0: came out in ninety six. Ah. yeah. So fifteen years. Man, I really wished uh, do it one more time, man.
1: Have that uh, escape, escape from, from Cleveland. From
0: Earth. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good too.
1: because they talk about that, all that a lot and in the LA. One. Yeah.
0: There is a uh, there is a remake in the
1: works. Uh, they've been wanting to do that for twenty years now.
0: The script sounds bad, but they just hired. Uh, oh my gosh, Robert Rodriguez to do it.
1: Is he going to direct it? Yeah. Oh, then I'm down.
0: Yeah that that got me back
1: because is I Antonio remember, Banderas going to be Snake. <laughs> ooh,
0: no, it'd have to be somebody young. It'll Who's be, young now that might be. It'll a good be snake?
1: fucking. Um, it'll be uh, Danny Treya. Oh
0: man, it's just Machete Three. Yeah, yeah. They just
1: they tricked us all. There is a Machete Three coming out.
2: Yeah, Machete
0: and Machete Kills in space. Yeah, I've never seen either of them.
1: Well, it's not out yet. But I'm
0: saying I've never seen. You never seen one or two? Oh my god, dude! I know. I know. I don't know them. I know. I borrowed the first one from you, and I could never convince uh, my wife to watch it with me. And then I had it for so long that I just brought it back to you because I felt bad that I'd had it for so long.
1: Oh man, it's so good.
0: Uh, yeah, I want to. I mean, they they seem right up my alley. Yeah, Sorry,
1: while you were doing, that, I was looking up the Escape from L.A. soundtrack. It is super ninety stabbing oh, yeah. westward, stabbing yes. uh, <laughs> westward. Tool, White Zombie, The Toadies, yeah, Butthole Surfers, yes. Sugar Ray, Gravity Kills, Tori Amos, Ministry, Clutch, yes, yeah, Deftones.
2: Ooh, yeah. yeah so and if more. you.
1: If
0: you love 90s alternative music, you're going to you're going to love So Escape we got a bunch LA. of songs to play
2: in
1: the Escape from LA songs. <laughs> uh, episode. <laughs>
0: yeah. Escape from LA is going to be a lot of fun. We'll get there. Uh, what's right before that looks like uh Village of the Dam. So we might be coming off a rough one. We're going to mm. need a we're going to need a pallet cleanser. <laughs> but then I think Escape from LA is probably the last uh, I imagine I'm gonna have a lot of fun with Ghosts from Mars. I've never seen it, but uh, just based on the trailer, like I think it's gonna be uh, interesting to watch. But mm-hmm. I'm not looking forward to it being uh, real great. i never it seen looks, it. It looks it looks very visually like Escape from LA, as far as like the sets and stuff. So yeah. So I remember they the remake for this one. I guess the script's been rewritten a couple of times. But the last time that they had a director attached, I think they they like. There was an article about all the things that aren't in it, and it was not Escape from New York at all. Like, then why? With the stuff they changed, it was so bizarre. Like, there was no president storyline. I don't even think New York was a prison. Uh, And they're still going
1: to call it Escape from New York? Yes,
0: it's so. The stuff that they took out of it is insane. Like,. Uh, but it's. I think it's since been rewritten, and now Robert Rodriguez. I don't think he's confirmed, but he seems to be the. I don't know. It may never. I kind of hope it never happens.
1: Yeah. Um, but if if someone's gonna do it, I don't mind if he does it.
0: Oh yeah. See that's what I'm saying. If you're gonna get you get somebody interesting, I'll. Uh, you know. I mean, I'm gonna see it either way, probably. Even if even if it was, I would. I would really either get someone interesting or get someone just crazy terrible, like. Um, I just don't want it to be Like um, the dude who did the Room. What was the Room?
1: The worst movie. Oh my made. gosh. <laughs> yeah.
0: Please make a make a room version of Escape from New York. No, I would want it to be you know, Robert Rodriguez to me is interesting, but you can't have it be I'm trying to think of like these generic action movies that just uh, you know, that's what that's what my fear. I'm like, I just don't want it to come out and then just like be oh, okay. And then I would rather have it be like, that's the worst thing I've ever seen, or, oh, that was kind of cool. But when they just come out and they don't do either and you completely forget they exist, I think that's what a waste of that. Um, I get like the Fog remake.
1: Most, 90% of remakes.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, most of them are bad. Like uh, this guy I follow on Twitter, he writes for uh, Bloody Disgusting, Mm -hmm. and he teams up with, I don't know, Somebody, I'm sure you've seen it uh, by now, uh, they make these ornaments every year, like these handmade oh, the ornaments. Freddy ornaments? Yeah, have you seen it? I saw it this morning. Uh, yeah, it's really great. They're handmade, so they can only guarantee, like, so many of them before Christmas, mm-hmm. but uh, the, this one, and I liked it because we, we talked about this on one of the first episodes, but it's the, you know, Freddy's the TV shoving mm-hmm. the girl through the time screen. For, yeah,
1: uh, welcome to primetime, bitch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so that you can buy From that Nightmare as a Christmas 3? ornament. Yeah. yeah. Um, not at this point. By the time you're listening to this, I don't I don't think you can still get them. But uh, just check it out. Freddy Krueger Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Christmas ornament. How'd we get on that? <laughs> I just thought of it. Oh, okay. Because we had talked about it and I saw the ornament and I was like, oh, cool. So I uh, just thought you might appreciate that story. I would. I saw that this morning. I thought you might have. but. Uh, what are some of the past ones they've done? Uh, they did an exorcist one It was really great It's like It's like the bed uh, She's floating And there's like A crucifix And like the chain From the crucifix Is going from her Into the bed And like that's how it hangs So it kind of oh. like It's pretty neat Cool um, Shit uh, They've only This is only the fifth time They've done this
1: that was Escape from New York, and now it's time for Shoot the Shit. Yeah, Poopy. Doopy doo. I don't know. <laughs> oh and now it's time for me to murder my dog on.
0: Uh, <laughs> it said, Welcome to Christmas time, bitch.
1: <laughs>
2: Are you still recording? Did you yeah. not pause it?
0: Nope. <laughs> uh, let's see. So Escape from New York, you should definitely watch it. <laughs> Uh, blueberry pop tarts. You should definitely buy cherry. Oh, cherry. Oh shit! Didn't know you partied like that, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, this movie, like a lot of the, a lot of his movies. I mean, it's just a western. Uh, again, just told in a uh, a modern or futuristic setting. But Snake is the man with no name, basically. And yeah. uh, even though he has a name, and every fucking body knows it. Yeah. Did you ever see Hateful Eight? No. Okay. Hateful Eight is a Quentin Tarantino movie. His most recent one, yes. And Kurt Russell's in it, mm-hmm. and it's this kind of uh, big homage to The Thing really yes because the setup of the movie is sorry uh, i I am eating a pop tart yeah no it's fine uh the setup of the movie is uh basically they're all going to be snowed in in this cabin for a few days and kurt russell's whole thing is uh his nickname is the hangman because he says nobody cheats the hangman he all his all his bounties go back alive and then they get hung for their crimes he doesn't kill any of them it's like his whole shtick You know, they're all stuck in this one place together, and then someone ends up poisoning Kurt Russell. And everyone in the cabin... The idea is that someone is a member of her gang, or someone is trying to get her for the bounty, because there's a pretty big bounty on her head. And so no one in the cabin trusts each other at all, but they don't know who the one is. Mm. And, uh, I mean, there are scenes that play out, like, scenes from the... It's really... Um, It's its own thing, but there are a lot of thematic homages to uh, the thing in there. It's really cool.
1: Like on the nose? Homages um, to the thing? Yeah,
0: some stuff. I mean, Kurt Russell being there is like the biggest one, but he's the first one to die. Mm. Spoilers. It's a crazy he drinks some weird poison that just makes him like shit and vomit up all this Mm. blood and weird. It looks amazing. (laughs) Yeah. He sounds amazing. It's great. You would love it. He's just, there's all this like just spraying out of him. It's amazing. Like the blood from Kill Bill. Kind of, but even more so sweet. Uh, Um, it's a, it's a really cool movie anyway, but the fact that when I was watching it in the theater, I was like, Oh my God. And then I got home and I started to see all these articles about people who are like, has anyone seen Hateful Eight? Because it kind of is the thing, and it is, it really is. And it's snowy, and there's a lot of, uh, it's cool. Just the idea that no one knows who is the person that they're suspicious, like they're all suspicious of each well, other. Well, The Thing is
1: just a classic Who Done It too. Absolutely,
0: it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, I think The Thing is, uh, like we discussed before, The Thing is up there with Halloween for me. So I'm, I can't wait to.
2: Does yeah. I bought the Screen Factory
0: version of that too, so I'm gonna watch all the just all the stuff. All the stuff.
1: And uh, one of the uh, few remakes that trump the original.
0: Yeah. And who would um I wonder if I'm sure Carpenter wouldn't say that, but he's too he can't he's too close to it. Me as like a fan and appreciator, I'm like, yours is better. <clears throat> like it just is but that's like a that's like a classic film to him so i'm sure he feels like his is uh inferior but he's kind of a he's a pretty humble dude uh i don't think uh anytime people anytime i see interviews with him talking to people anytime they're like oh you did this or you changed that or you did this he's very quick to kind of like deprecate a little bit and you know just kind of make fun of himself and <laughs> you know he doesn't seem to doesn't seem to hold himself in that in that high regard that he, he is
1: doesn't. he doesn't he, he he's just a dude <laughs>
0: have you
1: seen? uh let me see i love uh the, just the world
0: is crazy and i love there's like all this kind of controversy about like papa john's and they're like no one's eating our pizza because we spoke out politically i'm like no no one's eating your pizza because it fucking
2: sucks <laughs> <laughs> No, it, it turns out people same.
1: doesn't like fucking just a big thing of bread <laughs> with a fucking gallon of sauce on it and it's, four things of cheese.
0: It's the worst pizza. and Dude, I love It that, is not good. Rachel, I love that they're trying to grab onto anything.
1: My wife loves Papa John's. Oh, God, it's I, bad. I have a super hatred of Papa John's same. because it isn't good. It's, it is I mean, not good. I've
0: hated Papa John's since before it was cool. And like
1: I've hated them we forever. We got Papa John's last summer. For the first time, I've had the first time I've had it in years. Oh, dude! And probably the a only decade. reason we got it was because they had a Ghostbusters promotional tie-in. I got gotcha. you. So they had the, the Ghostbusters Ultimate Pepperoni, whatever super fuck pizza. <laughs> <laughs> that was the name, <laughs> and they had pizza. <laughs> they had pizza boxes with the, the the Ghostbusters logo on it. So of course I had to get one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So we get this pizza, and it has like all the pepperoni on it and these giant like pet cemetery nipple size <laughs> don't spit on your keyboard <laughs> um <laughs> i forgot about the pet cemetery, pet cemetery too to exactly but um an insane amount of pepperoni insane yeah so we eat this pizza and uh, she was like, oh, man, that was so good. Hours later, she gets violent diarrhea. Oh, wow. So we're not going to Papa anymore. No way, man. Um... And uh, And... The only thing The pizza was decent But only because it had An insane amount of pepperoni on it Yeah And uh, it soaked up All that goddamn sauce Because oh, you're just God. eating They might as well Just give you a goddamn spoon With the yeah, pizza Yeah
0: they should I've never liked it My parents used to get it When we were kids And I was just like
1: Because when it first came out My parents got it a lot too Because it was cheap Yes it first came out Around here It is and they're not like, cheap shit, anymore, Two pizzas for
0: $7 Fuck yeah Ooh Papa John's Thinks a lot of themselves Dude that pizza is not cheap um, uh yeah, it's not as cheap far as anymore, and it's like not. A food. Fast, it's not. We eat uh, Papa John's, come get some pizza soup. <laughs> we eat a lot of Domino's just because it's literally right. It's by really, the house. yes, literally across the And street. they have and this.
1: They're really good now. They changed. They, they changed their shit, and they're really good now.
0: They have this. Uh, they constantly have this promotion. It's like buy two things for five ninety nine each. Yes. So I get two pizzas, and I make one Alex. I got a, a super.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> Escape from New York, great movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Low energy. Pizza? Fuck, let's do this.
0: We paired them together. <laughs> you remember we did Pizza and Pain. Yeah, we, we did. Watched, uh, Big Trouble in Little China and yeah. Escape from L.A. And That's we had right. a pizza party. Again, at Matt's house, at we Matt's invited house. ourselves oh, Yes, <laughs> I, loved <having laughs> I loved having someone else's house that I could plan stuff for. Just crash his house with <laughs> yeah. food and movies. I think his folks liked having the kids around. Kept them mm-hmm. young. Uh,
1: anyway, back to yeah, Domino's.
0: Pizza and... Uh, yeah, so I always I always get two pizzas and I spend like thirteen or fourteen bucks because I always pick it up because I'm like, why would I have them deliver it? It's literally right there, so I just go through that little drive-through.
1: Dude, I, I've never had pizza delivered until two weeks ago. We got it delivered and they charge a delivery fee, which mm-hmm. I didn't know. I thought you were supposed to tip them. No, they charge a fee and you tip because Pizza <clears> Hut <throat> had this deal, and uh, my son was at um, my wife's mom's. So and uh, my twins were asleep, so we had all this time to ourselves. and we were like, "We're gonna watch a movie and eat some pizza." I mean, yeah, we don't feel like going out. Yeah. So they had this super fancy deal, but it was delivery only. Uh, only deliver only deliver only. Getting ahead, I'm so excited. <laughs> and um,
0: <laughs> we should have when we when we talk about Escape from L.A., we'll have pizza. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, long story short, delivery fee. Didn't know that. Anyway, yes. back to the story. It's a bummer, hmm.
0: uh, dude this domino's has a drive through window yeah. so i just order it and when the little thing tells me it's done i just pay the, the tracker is the great invention oh, holy fuck domino's is really like cornering this like pizza market like it tells you when it's done like how they're working on it you can leave little comments yeah do you do that i always do i don't i'm always like you guys are the lords of pizza like <laughs> 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 i love doing it um yeah, we eat a lot of Domino's. A, because I'm fat, and B, because it's, it's cheap, and C, it's right by the house. Um, so, yeah, Papa John's, uh, this is the same thing that uh, movie studios got mad at Rotten Tomatoes for. They're like, no one's going to see our movies because Rotten Tomatoes says they suck. The movies they were referencing were Baywatch, the fifth Transformers movie, and some other awful looking movie and it was like we didn't need rotten tomatoes to tell us that those were gonna suck
1: like yeah no i mean word would have gotten around regardless i
0: mean it's crazy and they're just like well bleh. like they there was a whole article about how rotten tomatoes was like ruining hollywood and it's the same thing it's,
1: film critics have been around the same since, amount of time as yeah film
0: yeah and they got really famous with ebert, ebert and siskel uh, and ebert siskel <clears throat> ebert, yeah, yeah. And that kind of made it mainstream, and now, like, every dick with a smartphone is a film critic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to post my Thor Ragnarok review later. I
2: was going to say, but, social uh, <laughs> media destroyed film. Yeah, it too. did. I mean,
0: and so, I mean, you don't think that the people who saw Baywatch, like, immediately got on Twitter and, like, what a bag
1: of shit. Like, they what was that rated R, and then, like, uh, yeah. for no reason? Like, it's not even raunchy or anything? I didn't anything. see it, so I that's, don't know. That's just one of the complaints. I haven't seen it either.
0: It, Trust me, again, and we talked about Rotten Tomatoes a little bit last week, I think, but I don't use Rotten Tomatoes to decide what I'm going to see, I just am like, that looks bad, and then I look at the Rotten Tomatoes score, and I'm like, it is, I knew it, like everyone hated it, so, um, (coughs) but like I said, I'll go see a movie that people don't like, but that's fine, like, I I went to see The Dark Tower, because I really wanted to see The Dark Tower, and uh, everyone said it was going to be awful, and it's not great. But, like, I was already going to go see it because I wanted to see that. Uh, anyway, so I, I recommend uh, if you haven't seen Escape from New York, uh, why are you watching this? And uh, watching. Yeah, why are you watching when you've you watched this yeah. podcast? <laughs> uh, well, there's always an image. You can stare at the image while
1: uh, you it. Apparently, listening. there are podcasts on YouTube. Yes. Which is like live streaming type stuff. Yeah. Because uh, this chick I worked with, she kept saying she watched a podcast, and I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's kind she of a like, thing. like, YouTube. I'm like, oh, okay.
0: And basically, it's just they set up a camera.
1: Tell me more, young person.
0: They basically just set up a camera and, like, talk to each other, yeah. but, like, I'm, I am I'd hate, rather listen. I mean, I'm not going to watch that shit. I'm an audio guy. I like... As far as podcasts, I really like... I like listening to them rather than watching. But also, like, I don't... I, I don't like seeing myself on camera. I'm so fat. Like, I don't want to, like... I don't want to have to, like, look at myself while I edit this thing, and it's just going to be terrible looking, so... And with the audio, I get to, like, add goofy little shit in, and it's just way more fun. So... Anyway, so get yourself a uh, get yourself a Domino's or Pizza Hut pizza.
1: Not Papa John's.
0: I mean, you can even go to Little Caesars and get that deep dish. I love Little Caesars. It's good. I love Little Caesars. I don't mess with the the five dollar pizzas and make my butt explode. But I can eat one (laughs) of those. Uh, (laughs) I can eat one of those.
1: Huh? You get the deep dish. I get the deep dish. Deep yeah. dish is great. Have you tried the seven dollar three meat? No. Oh god, it's so good. Really? Bacon, sausage, pepperoni. Oof. It's so Singing good. Singing my
0: song. I mean, I. I well, prefer- dude,
1: just go ahead and cut to the chase. Just eat it on the toilet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I I uh I gave Little Caesars a lot of crap for a long time. But I've I, always liked Little they've Caesars. They've always man. they've rebranded too. They 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 were like, you know what? We know what we are.
1: We know we're cheap pizza. Let's I, lean into it. We're gonna have it. the best cheap pizza. That Definitely. You can have
0: and then they'll do crazy stuff They're like let's wrap it in bacon or let's fill it with cheese or let's do this or do that
1: mm. did you try I, that bacon no. deep dish
0: it was good i know i missed the i missed the whole thing i'm hoping they'll bring it back it's been a long time
1: they, they will i think yeah. man th- when it was released like they kept selling out of them they couldn't everyone make was, them fast enough yeah
0: everyone was talking to me about it uh so my grandma everybody hey, everybody you had that bacon pizza
1: hello child my my kids are awake and they're Aww. staring at us now They're so cute And one cute, of them dude. smells like poop <gasps> Uh-oh, All right, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh oh you do do You're 16
0: Anyway uh, So check out Escape from New York Get yourself a pizza Watch it uh, Get the soundtrack honestly If you have Spotify which everyone does at this point um, Yeah pretty much It's on Spotify you can buy it on iTunes Google on Play Amazon. music or whatever, yeah, that, whatever your My Android lives. keeps forcing
2: down me
1: the- <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I, use, uh, I use I use Spotify. Amazon. I don't. I don't no, use I use Spotify shit. for music. I when I buy stuff digitally, I use Amazon because I don't have uh, like if I had an iPhone and like a MacBook and an Apple TV, then I guess I would buy everything on iTunes. But I don't, so mm. I use uh, I don't Amazon. use Apple
1: products because I don't like them.
0: I like them. I just um, oh, you got a ball? Yeah. Oh, dude, <laughs> you're nuts. You're crazy. That's going in the show. Yeah, everyone's gonna hear how high you can. Th- <laughs> He just threw a ball up and it landed right in his face. Uh, Boy, this is going on America's Funniest Home
2: Podcast. Uh,
0: You know what I said uh, when we were watching Escape from New York? I said, uh, that's, uh... Elise was like, is that Kurt Russell? I said, yeah, that's Kurt the Hurt Russell. But I accidentally said, Kurt the Hurt Muscle. And I was like, (laughs) you know what, either way, that's Kurt the Muscle Russell. So, uh... (laughs) Uh, check out Escape from New York This episode's all over the place But I promise yeah, we by were, the time you hear interrupted it interrupted gonna... a million
1: times <laughs> in this, this episode
0: By the time you hear it I'm going to turn it into something special I've already got some ideas So, uh, And you've heard the soundtrack all the way through it uh, Get pumped Next week is The Thing mm-hmm. Oh man, I can't wait And then um, also Next week is Thanksgiving Yes it is Yep. So uh, you're going to get The Thing episode on Monday
1: Show... Hey, while you're with your mamma and stuff, uh, show her the thing. Yeah. That sounded weird. Yeah, not your thing. Not, the thing. The thing. John Carpenter's thing. Yes. Your grandma's
0: probably seen your <laughs> thing. Uh, I know my mamma has. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> she's seen yours, not mine. Um, what? Yeah.
1: I don't know what's going on.
0: No, but on Thanksgiving, uh, we are releasing our special... Um, commentary track for Toby Hooper's Be uh, uh, another bonus pod yeah uh, hanging hangin with, with Mr. Mr. Hooper <laughs>
1: the Carpenter Rants present hanging with Mr. Hooper Texas uh, Chainsaw Massacre 2
0: 2 yep we're gonna live record that, commentary. We'll live commentary and yep. it's coming at you it's coming at you on Thanksgiving Day we're recording the thing and we'll oh, do so... it we'll, we'll
1: next next Saturday morning will be thing and then that later that night we'll do um uh, Chainsaw.
0: It's this episode.
1: So oh, the thing but. comes
0: out. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> oh, well,
1: let's just roll it again and say like...
0: <sighs> Alright, uh, this week is Thanksgiving. I may be wrong. I have both of these now, so I can... <laughs> I'll double check the calendar. <laughs> I hope you have, have a great wait. Thanksgiving. This, yeah, this, this week is this Thanksgiving. Week. Um, so... Everybody eat a lot of food, watch uh spend that parade. time with your loved ones. Yeah, watch, watch well,
1: Don't watch the Broadway crap. Just watch the balloons. I that watched cool.
0: I was so excited to see the parade when I finally had off on a Thanksgiving and it's it's
2: dumb. <laughs> it's the, really
1: tradition when I was a kid, me and my mom would watch the parade and um, as I got older I stopped watching it and then I came back, I was like, Man, like, I'm missing this parade And then I, it, and I was like This is lame as fuck Yeah it's super I boring. love just seeing the balloons Yeah The floats are cool sometimes But like The balloons Yes well. And then uh, like NBC will go like, Now let's cut to this musical number That's four hours long And
0: usually they're not fuck. any good Some of them are alright But yeah I think CBS shows Just the balloons and They some, show and just and the stuff. parade, parade. Yeah. They don't do all And the then NBC will kind of cut in Hey whichever version Hey whichever Thanksgiving Is your, your Thanksgiving It's your tradition You yeah. fucking
1: watch what you want to watch If and, you want to
0: Get up and watch Escape from New York that morning. Feel free. After you've had your turkey and your dressing, uh, you're sipping on your eggnog, your boiled custard, for some fans. On Thanksgiving? Yeah. No. They sell that stuff on
1: Thanksgiving. They sell that shit in August. Yeah, I know.
0: But we always had it when I was a kid. Did you? Yeah. That's a thing? On Thanksgiving? Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Well, you're sitting by your fire, uh, (laughs) after you've done your Thanksgiving Day shopping, um yeah no uh, black <laughs> thursday but
1: yeah um remember when it was about family yeah hey
0: you know what it helps me out a lot because I, I get the things that i need and i can
1: be home by nine o'clock well i'll be at home with loved ones
0: <laughs> yeah i will too until like we eat it like two <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> No, nah. uh, we eat it like two so we're usually wrapped up by six anyway mm. so We'll go shopping And then uh, So you're sitting there You got a belly full of turkey (laughs) And some eggnog Or whatever Thanksgiving drink You have Doug Uh, Black coffee Black coffee Just like your heart And pop in The Thanksgiving classic Texas Texas Chainsaw Chainsaw Massacre 2 2. Because uh, That is our next
1: bonus episode Yeah
0: This Thanksgiving Our gift to you uh, Your Black Friday gift from us Uh, You're welcome by the way Yeah yeah, For free You don't have to wait in line, Doug. It'll just pop up on your phone that morning.
1: Um, the Carpenter Rants Presents Hanging with Mr. Hooper Commentary for Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2.
0: Yes. Uh, it is It is all about family. So, What you does should, this have to
1: do with John Carpenter? Not a damn not thing. Not a damn thing. Is this our podcast and we'll do whatever the fuck we want? Yeah. You're goddamn right. Happy uh, Thanksgiving.
0: <laughs> That's the best way to do it. Uh, thanks for listening to the Carpenter Rants. I'm Caleb I'm Doug. Keep on ranting.
1: Hot damn. ultimate pepperoni whatever super
2: fuck pizza you are the duke of new york you're a number one